Mike, turn your games down. Hi, and welcome to another What Are You Playing episode for August 2022 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardton, who's What Are You Playing with me tonight? I am Joe Butler, and I'm everyone's favorite king of useless knowledge. And I'm Michael Hughes. And welcome back, welcome back. This will be the first episode people hear you on. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. About this time last year, I think. I can't remember. <laughs> you were on off and on. The last thing well, we did, to get, did together. We had the, the MCU wrap-up. That would have been, what, December? God, was it that long ago? Something like that. It was late late last year. God, I forget. Okay. But yeah, and so we are, as we do every month in the show, and chances are, we, we bring you a monthly what are you playing to talk about what we've been playing that wasn't for the show, or mainly it, for me, it's what I've, what I've been watching. <laughs> everything i play is for the show so i can't help myself yeah what do you play it's a much shorter title than what have you been playing what are you watching what's new with your life how are mm-hmm. things well i have been playing one game and i'll start with that not as much as i want to this past month because i've been trying to play pokemon crystal for the show <laughs> but i've been playing diablo immortal off and on <laughs> i still yeah. like that game i'm getting to the point now where it's starting to get like stupid but because it's starting to get harder, and I need better equipment, and I'm not paying. I'm not going to spend a dollar. But it's for for a Diablo game on your phone. I think it's actually pretty cool. It doesn't. Yeah, you, you were telling me you were kind of into it, and you kept telling me, like, oh, "I'm still playing Diablo Immortal. Still playing Diablo." I'm like, "Yeah, I downloaded it. I should probably open it at some point." And I still haven't done it. I once I finish Crystal, I will get right back into it and keep playing because I just want to beat it. Once I beat it, then I'll turn off the game. But it, it's not bad. <laughs> It has cool events. It has thing. It does have things that bring you in every day. Like it has, you know, a little daily thing. Oh, go kill a monster. You get these items. Like it had stuff that made me want to play every day. It had bounties. Where you go. Like it was a perfect game to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck here somewhere. I'm going to pull up my phone and play Diablo Immortal for a little bit and just kill a few things and turn the game off. Yeah, makes sense. Like, it was a it's a it's a decent mobile game. I still free. I recommend it. I mean, don't listen to all the bullshit. People go, oh, I can't max out my character. I'm spending fifty thousand dollars. Like, you're an idiot. Like, you don't need to do that. Just. Play the game, you'll be fine. Like, I, it's think RPG. They, I think they updated it and it's like some kind of ludicrous amount now to, to get fully upgraded. Yeah, but you don't need to. Right. I mean, you. I don't think the game even had different difficulty settings. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm in, I think I'm in the fourth out of five areas in the game right now, but I can't. Or, I haven't played it in a while because I've been busy with Crystal, so. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I highly recommend it. Like, I, I, it doesn't deserve all the hate it got. People shitted on it, and they really shouldn't have. Like, it's a decent, it's a decent game. It's just not what people wanted. People wanted Diablo Four, and they got Diablo Immortal instead. Yeah, it makes sense. Can't That's wait for Diablo Four. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play Diablo Two again. And I looked that up, and it's not. I'd have to go buy the remake version of it on Steam on Blizzard, and I can't buy it on Steam. And I'm like, That's weird. I don't think I can, unless I just didn't look right. You know, I mean, certain companies will try to make you buy their games on their website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the newest version, the newest versions of the game, like when Sega released all those Sonic things recently and they took the old ones off Steam. That's weird. Yeah. That's because they were friends of the same game. They're just trying to get uh, yeah. I mean, they remade it like, but it wasn't. I, I heard I did not hear good things about it. So no, me neither. And I can. The only way, if you want me to buy a collection, if you don't have the words rewind in your collection, then uh, <laughs> so long. Yeah, I get that. If there's no rewind, there's no save states, I'm not buying your game. I'm just going to play it other ways. Mike, what have you been playing? Oh, stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> earlier this year, I kind of stumbled on this podcast. They call the Backlog Busters, and every year they have a Backlog Bingo card which I probably should have pulled up so I could read some of those off. So give me a second and I'll do that. You edit this and no one will ever know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking that up, a funny story, the original name of this podcast that I was throwing around before we landed on games my mom found was The Never Ending Backlog. That's a good name. That is a I, good one. Yeah. I, I, I'm never going to use it at this point because it doesn't become a brand, but I, it was a name yeah. that I always stuck with. I'm like, hmm, that's what I want to name this show. Because the idea of the show was going to be playing games I just never got around to, and then it became what it is now. So. And you buy five games for every one you beat. It's like a Hydra. It's more than that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you I mean, the game every week. Steam sales and games that I'll never play. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got it. So pick it back up. Yeah, so it's got 49 different squares. 
you know, 48 counting the free space and then the free space, but it's just like beat a horror game, beat an indie game, beat a game that was a timed exclusive on a specific system, whatever. So it's kind of helps me focus on playing things they already own instead of going out and buying three games that I'll never touch. Not that any of us would know anything about that. Uh, I knew about it before, Steve, and I really know about it now. <laughs> so I last month, yeah, June or July, I don't know, I played through the Mass Effect trilogy almost entirely within a 30-day span. That was pretty fun. <laughs> but right now I'm working on a Batman Arkham Origins, which I know yeah. you, you speak pretty highly of, but man, I'm just not having a good time. I like that game a lot. <laughs> it's okay. No, the Mike Alberton kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, I remember I it being a really, good game. <laughs> I still think I really liked it. I mean, there's a whole episode you can listen to what one of my opinions was right after playing it, but I, I want it. I still think it might be my favorite Arkham game. I I've think it's setting up to have the best story of the four, but man, the gameplay just it just needed more polish. I didn't have any problem with it, and I played it on 360, and I played it on PC re- uh, a couple years ago. See, I don't Maybe. think Arkham Origins is that bad. I think the big issue is you can tell like. You're saying you can tell that game was pooped out in like a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's all reused assets from City mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they added stuff, but a lot of it's reused assets, which is, I don't care. I'm fine. I got more games. So, and I paid five bucks for it, so I didn't care. One of its biggest problems, you often hear people talk about how the open world just doesn't have anything in it. But for me, it's the big dead spaces in the, the open world because you can't swing over certain buildings and you have to go all the way around. And just, <sighs> yeah. Because it uses kind of the same layout of city in one yeah. part. Can't yes, use city did that too, but it was just like a big C shape. This one's got like spots just in the middle of the map that you have to go around, mm-hmm, like the foundry or something, where you just can't yeah. you can't fly over it for some dumb reason. No. Yeah, no, those are those are complaints with it. Yes, it oh, feels like it was to mask loading times, but still, <laughs> probably was. It's a uh, five dollars on sale for Steam right now, and another <laughs> another five dollars for the season pass. I'm gonna actually play that. The DLC is good. Cold, Cold Heart is good. You can also hear yeah. our episode about that, too. I heard the DLC is really good. It is. I didn't play the rest of it because I just bought Cold, Cold Heart for like a dollar or two dollars on some sale at one point. But yeah, it's good. I liked it. And Joel, what is something that you've been playing? So I've been playing Devolver's uh, new release that came out on the 11th. I've been loving every moment of it. It is called Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing people talk about that. It's amazing. It It's very light roguelike which is a weird term I don't think I've ever would have used. But uh, essentially, you you wake up as a lamb that's being sacrificed, you know, the last lamb. And this basically, Elders God tells you, like, hey, if you, you know, become my patsy, I'll save your life and you can get revenge on these guys who assert me. <laughs> so it's it's a mix of where you have a village and, it, you know, you find followers throughout the little map. And you basically brainwash them into being your cult. They'll do things around town for you, like dig up metals and okay. cut down trees. And then you go off to the roguelike park, which is uh, you go through a map that has different areas and you can find more followers or berries or stuff, you know, just generic stuff. And then every map ends with a boss fight and usually you get a follower at the end of that. And then if you do that four times, you get to fight the the uh, boss of the area, which is one of the four horror terrors which i think are supposed to be the four horsemen of the apocalypse okay. yeah and they're the only the only thing i could say that i can complain about it it's pretty good people have been saying you can be it and like if you really tr- like try fast enough and also my luck is bad so i always get bad weapon rolls you can beat <laughs> it you can beat it in 20 hours but I've, I've been playing it for about two days now and i've been loving every moment of it the only bad thing i can say about it is when you start the your map they give you weapons of picking what you want kind of like hades so you could go in there and be like oh i really like using the sword and then you get the axe which is a much slower weapon it's like yeah let's go this ahead looks, and use this it's this really interesting actually yeah it's only 20 25 bucks too i, I bought it for my i like buying indie games for my switch because what else am i going to use it for <laughs> <laughs> nintendo stuff yeah but those those are uh you know every six to eight months like what's been another two months from now for a full sixty dollars, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I only own three games for my Switch that are physical releases. I don't have much for Switch. I don't. It's mostly my wife's, and she has a few games. She'll buy here and there, but it's, yeah, I no interest in it. <laughs> Just waiting for that new Zelda. It's really all it is, you know. <laughs> I don't even care about that, which is so weird. But 
Splatoon's coming out, which I can I kind of care about. I might play that. I never was able to play it because I always missed it when it was released. And with three coming out, I finally be able to start that day one feel and not be like, oh, I'm I'm three weeks late. Oh, all these weird kids have all the you know A plus weapons like Call of Duty. I'm not playing this ever again. <laughs> I want to play Splatoon one and two someday. I've I only played a little, but I don't like Wii U, so that's kind of stopped me. Neither. And I don't like Nintendo. multiplayer. I thought Splatoon two is on the Switch. It is, but it's multiplayer. It is, yeah. And it's Nintendo, so I got to pay more, and I want to pay. I like to pay ten bucks for a game. No, there's story yeah. and challenge maps. Yeah. Okay, story will get me. Challenge maps will not, but story will get me. I'm just watching the, a review of this Cult of Lamb game. This looks like a really weird, dark game. Yeah, it's, it's pretty really dark. Cool. It's a devolver. It's pretty uh, much their, their bread and butter these days. Okay. Yeah. I've uh, I've already had two people like try to try to like because of what is it your followers also if they lose faith they'll like start like backlashing and get more people and you know because you need faith to upgrade you know your abilities and stuff like that so you can either sacrifice them and a big tentacle come up from the ground in the church <laughs> eat them or you can throw them in the stockade and they're like locked up and you can sit there every day and tell them they're naughty no no shits and they'll get better eventually so sounds it's like pretty the end fun. of sounds like the end of Cabin in the Woods. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. Okay. I mean, I have never played a roguelite very far. I only played 20XX and I couldn't finish that because I just wasn't good enough. Ah, uh, game's fantastic. Game was good, but I just, I wasn't good enough at that type of game. I just need practice. Yeah. That was, it was even before the show, but once the show started, out was the end of me playing that game, so. Yeah. I can't do that because I can't stick on a game. Plus, I'm, I am not good at Mega Man game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's that, too. Like, I am. I mean, yes, I played a lot in the show, but I, I cheat them all. So that's how I play them. And a game like that, I can't cheat. So <laughs> I just have to get good. And yeah, I, I don't have this. I don't have the skill for that. Yeah, we uh we played Mega Man 7 recently and like jumping over pits. Just it creates some kind of stress for me that I can't deal with. Mega <laughs> Man gets vertigo. <laughs> yeah. Is the only the only other thing I've been playing. Well, I've been playing Pokemon Crystal. What you'll hear about that soon, and the game that you won't hear about for a little another month, but we should go we can go into anyway because people might not click on the episode. Is me and Mike been playing Fester's Quest <laughs> for some reason? Did you say Fester's I've been playing Fester's, Fester's Quest? Quest. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get there. I know. I just wanted to. I just jump started for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of got into this weird NES kick. Uh, probably late spring this year. I started with Shatterhand and then played Power Blade. And I'm like, I'm going to go back and finish Fester's Quest because it's always been kind of my white whale. I'm like, I want to beat that stupid game. And I beat it, and then I beat it again, and then I beat it two more times. I got Mike to play it. I'm like, hey, let's do a mini on this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? You you can't be mad. You know, Mike gets people to do minions all the time. You know, like that Dragon Ball Z game that I'm sure he's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anymore, but I will someday again. <laughs> I still like I like that game. I really I, do. I'm also playing something for the show right now. Tom, I guess I can disclose. Sure. Uh, it's, it's relevant to the name. I am playing the Resident Evil 2 for the GameCube. Nice. And uh, for anybody listening, please look up the Resident Evil 2 seamless HD pack that they have that they made. Some fans made. This thing looks amazing. Oh, like yeah, that's all... the version I need to play. Oh. I, I just got the PS1 version. I was ready to pu- load it up and I'll have to play that. But I'm, I'm just now. Thank you. You reminded me. I want to get I want to do that version. Yeah, just, yeah. just go ahead. I was just going to say those GameCube versions are pretty sweet. Yeah, no, the, this this small indie team basically was like basically replaced every the, the entire UI, all the graphics, everything. This this it looks pretty polished up. It's not bad. I just know uh, a lot of people that I. I watch on Twitch whenever they do like RE2 speedrun and stuff like that. That's the one they use, and it just looks immaculate. Whoa. Okay, I mean yeah, that'd be nice. Looks awesome. <laughs> I, I've only I only played it once, and I'm I'm excited to go back to it. That game's hard, dude. Like I I've I played remake two, and then like I was like I can do the original, and I've been playing this. I've died like five times. I had a hard time getting to the opening. Is it, am I getting old? Is that what it is? <laughs> it does game, happen. But, I don't think the game's easy, but I think also part of it is you have to tank controls. Yeah, and you have to dodge a lot of stuff. So yeah. you got to think of 1998 logic. We're so yeah. spoiled these days. I think <laughs> I say that like once an episode, but we really are. Oh yeah, we are. And Fester's Quest proved that too. <laughs> impossible or that bad. It's just eh. there's a lot of stupid choices because of the old. 
No, there, there's this thing that I always bring up and people talk about like SNES games. They're they're made where like people you like the company always has a thing where it's like we can't get kids to beat this game in like eight hours because if we do, we'll be in trouble and people won't buy our games. And like the main example of that, that I can usually think of is like Bart's Nightmare. That uh-huh. game is like physically fucking impossible. Yeah, yeah, because we talked in that episode about making games harder for North America just because of the rental thing. They want people to keep not to be able to beat a game in one rental so they'd go and buy it or whatever. But then some games like Bart's Nightmare, I think, are just badly designed. I've never played Bart's Nightmare. Well, no, I rented it. Never mind. I rented it, but I never understood it. Yeah, I don't think anyone really does. (laughs) No. Completionist has done it for a video before, but I think it kind of even broke him. I can't be that much complete in that game, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's not yes. good. <laughs> no, right. I don't. <laughs> a lot of things aren't. Uh, Joel, what is something else that you've been playing? I beat. Oh, I, I there's two I can think of. Uh, for some reason, I sat down and I bought that a uh, PlayStation like where you can. Uh, it's basically the Game Pass, but for PlayStation. Yeah, uh, PS Plus. It, yeah, or it's called something else. I don't remember, but uh, PS Plus I, Gold Extra Special, something like that. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Uh, I played a little bit of Stray. I got about five hours into that. Nice. You're probably about to the end of it then. It's not very long. <laughs> yeah, it's not that long of a game. I don't want to say I'm, I have like maybe like two more missions to do and I'm done with the game. I'll probably sit down later tonight. But yeah, it's a it's a great cat game. Run around, do cat stuff. You know, piss people off, knock over, you know, paint cans. <laughs> There's enemies. They look like little face huggers from Half-Life and they squeak at you. Uh-huh. There's <clears> a dedicated meow button. You got a little backpack on. You know, it's a great game. Love it. Uh, I want to play it. The mail button got me in trouble because it actually attracts the enemies. <laughs> I, I got in the habit of just kind of pushing it every few seconds just because it's adorable. And yeah, when you're trying to be sneaky, it doesn't do so well. Does it serve any purpose? You get an achievement uh, if you do it a thousand times. Oh, okay. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it too. That's kind of cool. I don't know, it really interests me, but I haven't. I haven't. I thought about buying it on, on PS4 because my wife wanted to play it, but. She only really wanted. To, she doesn't really play games on TV. She wanted to play on Switch, and I'm like, well, that's not on Switch. So. I think it's like thirty bucks, and thirty bucks is kind of steep for that short of a game. There's not really any replay value unless you're going for all the achievements or trophies, whatever. Yeah, there's no. I mean, she'll she replays games like every so often. She'll play What Remains of Edis Finch off and on, mm-hmm. just because. Yes. I just, yeah, I, I I thought about it, but I uh, at some point I'll probably I'm sure I'll play it someday. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know that it's worth some of these 10 out of 10s I've been seeing, but yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, what are some other stuff that you've been playing? Just this morning, I finished Firefighter FD-18 for the PS2. (laughs) This is a Konami joint firefighter game, PlayStation 2. And I went in thinking it was just going to be like, go to this level. This building's on fire. You put it out, go to the next, you know, mission to mission. Which it is, but there's also a story in it. Well, now I got a siren coming. They they heard me talk about firefighters. Oh yeah, that's, that's a loud fun. siren too. That's a loud one too. Yeah, we're right next to the the road. Oh, okay. I was gonna mute it, but then it would have just been dead silence. You wouldn't have known what was going on. So I would just cut it. Okay. Yeah. So we talk about it now. It's gonna be in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds pretty yeah, good. They, it came in clear. Yeah, it's, that's from straight from the game. They. <laughs> but they threw in this like soap opera story into it so in between the levels you get your main character whose name is uh shit dean mcgregor i think and <laughs> he's got this like heart or uh he's got this hate on for fire because fire separated him from his sister when he was a child not dead she's not dead she's just separated she's she went missing so he's got this like <laughs> Early 2000s angst towards fire. Oh man, it, it's something like that sounds I don't, really dumb. I don't I know it, that though. I recommend playing the game. Maybe get online and watch all the cutscenes because it's bonkers. But the boss fights are fun because they're all fire. <laughs> so like this parking garage, I fought one that were called Hell Drivers, I think, which were cars with their engines on fire and then every so often the engines would explode and like shoot towards your character that sounds amazing okay it's it's, it's pretty nuts it's very on brand for konami i miss I konami another games. one 
found another one called, uh, I think it's called Triblade. It's just this pillar in the middle of the room with these three jets of flame shooting out that spin around. So you have to avoid the fire and shoot it. Okay. It's, yeah, it's fun, but also extremely frustrating because there's a lot of stuff that you just can't react to as you're constantly taking damage from things you can't avoid. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. You may sound interesting, though. Like, I was, cu- I'm curious about it, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely got more than I was expecting when I went in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that sounds like those weird like Japanese games where like the world disaster games where everything just keeps amping uh-huh. up. Yeah. My wife watched me play a bit of it. She's like, is this made by the Raw Danger people? Like, <laughs> see why you think that, but no. Uh, oh, Overblood. Yeah. That's much. one of those other Overblood replay games, right? Raw Danger? Yep. yep okay. Yep. <laughs> I never played any blood. of them. The only one that interests me is on Player One podcast. Phil was talking about one that he was playing. I think it was Japanese only. That the the it was a raw danger type game, like one of those styles. But it was they were wow. running from con, ka, uh, kaiju. Yeah, the kaiju. Yeah, yeah. That one looked cool. That I'm like okay, that has my interest. Oh, we got Disaster Report Four, and it was garbage from what everyone said. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. The one where like you run from kaiju, so there's like the Evangelion and like Godzilla and, and like a yeah, Matt Ultraman. got my interest. The Evangelion part got my interest. Yeah, one of I these mean, days not... we'll have to play Rad for PS2. That oh, what is a robot alchemic drive or something? Where basically you play as a normal sized human, but you have control over this giant robot. It's neat. Have my attention. No, I want to play the. Uh... <laughs> I want to play the N64 Evangelion game that's like apparently like super slow. Oh, God. Okay. You also have my interest. I'm assuming Japanese <laughs> only. Yeah, but they people have translated it, so. Okay, maybe I'll have to try that sometime then. And I don't play many 64 games just because, but it's not my thing. Yeah. We gotta play Body Harvest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, this rad thing looks actually interesting. Robot Alchemetic Drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's been on my my go-to list at some point because firefighter was on there and then stuff like blood will tell and red and Mujingi forsaken city. No, <laughs> I know Dominic wants me to cover that one day. So does Adam actually. Yeah. So one day I'll play it. That'll be fun. One day. I say that a lot. Hey, I'm actually, I do knock out games though. Like I, as long as I make my list, I do get to stuff. Like I've gotten to a few games that were on my list for a long time. Like we played the bouncer. And review that finally. It only took me three years to get that out to record that. <laughs> so it's so. great about the show, especially since you make the schedule. It's like, oh, I want to play this. Put it on the show. Mm-hmm. But I also got to find volunteers. Sometimes that's it's going well. I have a good group of people that are willing to play shit, weird shit. And Joe's one of them. So <laughs> it works out well. Yeah. True. Mike played some weird shit with me, too. Like, oh, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah. The bingo card's been good for that, too. It's basically stuff that I've been wanting to get to forever. I'm like, oh, this counts as a first person game. I'll play it. Which is good, though, because, I mean, that's part of, like, sometimes with gaming, we'll be drawn to the bigger games, we'll be drawn to certain stuff, so it's kind of nice when you have random games to grab your attention, to play, you know, something to force you to play something that you might have never played. Like, recently I played Spyro the Dragon for the first time, and I loved it. I had no no plan to play it, but I really had a great time. I think Emmanuel kind of likes that game. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) And Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's another one that episode's up by this point. Like, I had no intention of playing Hollow Knight. One of my friends convinced me to put it on the show. I said, okay, fine, I'll put it on the show. And I loved it. So, And Ape Escape 3 back in the day. Yep, I loved that game too. Oh man, they put Ape Escape on the PS4. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have... With the with trophies. I don't know if I want to play one or two, but three was really good. Yeah, Maybe one day I'll play one or two. I don't know. Uh, Joel, anything else that you've been playing that you want to mention? I re-beat, because I don't think I got like... I think I got like halfway through the game, so I decided to replay it to show my husband. Uh, I re-beat God of War 3 because they re-released it on HD version for, uh, what the hell do you call it, for PlayStation 4, like, right before the new one came out. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty fun, especially because, uh, you know, uh, my husband doesn't really give a single shit about God of War, so it was interesting this to him to be like, oh, that's weird, you know, because you have uh, <laughs> all the different way he kills the gods, and then that affects the the lay of the land. So, like, he, he uh, what is it, when you kill Hera, she like releases a bunch of bugs or something, or is it Hermes? It's something like that. So you basically release the apocalypse. Okay. That's fun. That's yeah, God of War. I haven't... I want to play more God of War games. They're good games. I, I started the first one 
on the original PS2 back in the day and just never really got far into it. And then I, I beat the 2017 one or 2018, I, whatever. I beat one twice, once back in the day, and then once before the show started, like a year before, like right before, the, like a year before the show started. And then I played Ascension, and that's it. Ascension is pretty good. It wasn't bad. What is it? Uh, what was I gonna say? God of War One is really the only one in the series that really feels dated because that was like a small team that made that, right? I can't no idea. remember. I just know two is two comes out for PS2 like late, late in the life cycle. I think PS3 was already out. Yeah, but one one is dated. I know because they only they like. I remember when the game came out, they're like, yeah, there's only like three official boss fights in the whole game. You fight the Hydra in the first part of the game. Like mm-hmm. in the in the literal midpoint, you fight the uh, is it the the Minotaur, and then at the end you just and at the end of the game you just fight Hades. Those are the only three boss fights. I cannot huh. remember. It's been a long time, but I, I I it's one I keep contemplating you put on the show one day, but I just don't. It doesn't happen. Yeah, we should yeah. do that. I contemplate a lot of stuff put on the show, but yeah, <laughs> it all it also really depends on what I'm in the mood for. Like it also like there are certain games where I love a sequel, and then or I love a game like I gotta play the sequel, and then it ends up on the show. <laughs> That happened with Tomb Raider. Like people were probably wondering why we did Tomb Raider and we did Rise of Tomb Raider within like ten episodes or so. Like, which is not normal for me. Hey, those Tomb Raider games are pretty good. They are. I'm doing Shadow later this year. Nice, Mike. Anything else that you've been playing that you want to mention? I played a little bit of I Am Satsuna because I wanted to go buy Okami when it was on sale in the eShop, and by the time I got to it, it wasn't on sale. Oh. But Square was having a sale, so I got I Am Satsuna because I know it has. Very strong Chrono Trigger influences. So I played it for a couple hours. I'm like, oh, this is all right. And now I'm more than halfway through Chrono Trigger instead. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you have any other games you want to mention? Not so much games, but I've decided that I think I mentioned this earlier. I need to get around to finishing it. I bought a PS Vita and I okay. am hacking it. Nice. Yeah. And that's where my God of War kick came in because I do plan <laughs> on playing both of the uh, PSP versions that came they came out with. And then uh, I need to figure out the play after that because I have no idea what the hell to play on this thing. <laughs> uh, for PSP, there's always Crisis Core. Hey, third birthday, you can play that again. <laughs> uh, do not remind me of that goddamn game. Uh, first episode you were on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Resistance Retribution. I, I remember fond things of that game. The third-person resistance game. So it, it's funny you mentioned Crisis Core because I, 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 someone did say, hey, you should play Crisis Core. And then a week later, I was like, yeah, I should play Crisis Core. And a week later, they're like, oh, hey, look, we're remastering the entire game <laughs> and putting it on PS4. And I'm like, now I can't play that till it comes out. Yeah, might as well wait. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to cover it. Uh, Birth by Sleep. You played Birth by Sleep, I'm assuming, before, though, right? Yeah, but uh, there's I play Birth. I see one thing you don't know, uh, Mike, because you haven't touched the series, Birth by Sleep is really bad because since you're playing is... Well, it's not bad. I, I take that back. Birth by Sleep has a bad mechanic where you play as three different characters, but all the levels are the same. And it gets yeah, really... Yeah, that's rip- just... That's hardware limitation, unfortunately. Yeah, and the way I get around that is I sit there and go, hey, husband, yes, would you like to play Aqua? Yes, and I don't have to play one of them. <laughs> I really want to play Birth Sleep by Sleep. My fa- it's my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. So you said it was bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I know, that's why I was we're like, about ah, to fight. <laughs> we gotta, I got to get, I got to do Circle of Memories. Is this Circle of Memories? Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. Circle, sorry, Circle of Moon is a Castlevania game. I need to do that <laughs> at some point and then get myself to play too and then get the birth, and then get the Birth by Sleep. But yeah. I, I keep like, telling you, chronologically, Birth by Sleep takes place first, so you could have done it first. I know, but we did the first, hey, we did the first Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the longest episodes I ever recorded. It's going to get longer. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, no, that's I was saying, Mike, because of what he's talking about. You really like Birth by Sleep. So I need as much as I don't want to. I need to buy the PC version because someone made like a really good uh, mod for it where uh, it, it's faster loading and uh, you can actually like adjust because there's a really weird system where you can only unlock certain abilities by combining spells and your spells are also your attacks so you can only get like this, but like uh, they each have like a weird final form. Like Aquas is like spellcaster, and the only way to get it is to like keep combining stuff. <laughs> but someone made like a quick save, uh, a quick save and reset, kind of like an emulator. Oh, okay. So you can yeah, so you can sit there and like do it, and if it doesn't come out, you just quickly hit like Alt Four, and then it resets it back, and you just keep doing it. 
game is good. I like it. I mean, I can't even think of what great PSP games there are out there. You said Vita, Joseph, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Vita, so I can play PSP and Vita and PS1 games. Yeah, yeah, okay. I forget about Vita. Like, I just, <laughs> I can't, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's out there, but I'm, I'm, because I, I never bought a Vita at this point. There's, it's not going to happen. There's no point. Yeah. But I can't wait to someday emulate Vita because there are so many games I really want to play on Vita. I bought a Vita specifically to play the entire Danganronpa series, and then I sold it. <laughs> nice. Uh, just, uh, if you like Monster Hunter style games, there's one called Freedom Wars that is worth checking out. <laughs> I remember you talking about uh, that. I, I like that game. I have Someday an abuse, I'll beat it. I have an abusive relationship with Monster Hunter. All my friends, <laughs> all my friends are really into it, and they're like, "Come on, Joe!" And I'm like, "I really want to play this because it looks cool, but it's just so fucking hard." Yeah, I never touched Monster Hunter yet, and I, I maybe one day. Well, I doubt it. So anything else that you either two been playing before we go on to TV and movies? After work, it's been either Vampire Survivors or Power Wash Simulator just to kind of wind down for the day. Oh, Which, Vampire Survivors. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks interesting. It doesn't look like my kind of game, but it looks interesting. You say that, yeah. but then you get the you get the four the, the those are the four item chests and like your serotonin levels just go all the way up and you're like, hey, this is fun. It's like playing a uh, what is it? A pachinko machine on your computer? <laughs> kind of is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> oh, I need I. You know me in games. I gotta be able to beat them. That's like you can't beat Vampire Survivors, right? You can beat Vampire yeah. Survivors. Oh, you can. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah kind of. You get everything, and that's it. <laughs> no, that's not. Nah. Yeah. I have a weird thing with video games. I have to be able to see credits. They update it like every week and a half and add a whole bunch more shit to it. Yeah. Compton. All right. Um, anything that's, else? That's it for games. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Let's go on to TV or movies. I'll go first. I've been on a weird, weird kick that I cannot explain. But for some reason, I started watching. Well, I've been watching documentaries for months now. I, I mentioned it before on the this, <laughs> on this show. But I, I started watching World War II in color greatest moments. And I watched World War II in color road to victory, which is like. 20 hours of just World War II stuff, and I'm, I've always been like I talk about in the show. I love, I, I love World War II stuff, and I learned things I did not know, and I was a little bit like, okay, I was a little surprised, and I also found out I don't find the Japanese stuff as entertaining to to, to listen to as a, as a stuff about like Germany because when it comes to like Japan, it's just so it's it's very it's I don't know it, it's it's brutal what they what happened like that was a brutal freaking part of the war, the Pacific War. So, but I have been watching it like nonstop. And then I also now started watching, which I've seen before. Well, no. And before this started, I watched How to Become a Tyrant, which is about pirates and history and what they did and how they. And it's it's narrated by Peter Dinklage. It's really good. <laughs> it's because the voice is just really good. And it's it's an interesting like it talks about what different tyrants did throughout history to get power and how they lost power. So that, that would really be more interesting. interesting if it's about Resident Evil tyrants. It is not. But hey, <laughs> almost all tyrants get their head chopped off at some point. Yeah. There you go. Almost all sad. of them. They're like, yeah, you have to run because at one point <laughs> your population will over will override you. <laughs> so, and it, it's there. It's it's also narrated like a story. It's very interesting the way it, the way it, it's done. And then I'm now I'm watching. Uh, what the hell is it called? Circle of Evil, which is about Hitler's people, generals, and stuff that were around him, like his main people. That's I watched it before. I'm rewatching it. It's very good. How much cooler would history be, though, if Hitler got to, like, the end of his life and someone just flew down a helicopter and tossed a rocket launcher down at your feet and then blew him up? Nah, you, uh, we, we get to the, the Wolfenstein future where Hit, we think Hitler's dead. He walks out in a big mech suit. <laughs> and his head explodes. Uh, it, I don't know why I was on such a kick with World War II. I just got into that kick and I just couldn't, couldn't stop. That sounds like you. That's and- on brand. Yeah, and then one random thing. I watched the Nia Twain documentary on Netflix, too, which was actually pretty good. <laughs> really? It was. It, it was good. I, I liked it. All right, and that's all I've been... I have one other thing I've been watching, but I'll, I'll save that. Uh, Joel, what is something you've been watching? So uh, I'm going to talk about something while I distract myself, because there was something on Netflix that I saw that was a documentary, and I was like, oh, man, Mike would really be into that, and it was titled something really fucked up, but I can't remember what was off the top of my head. <laughs> it, was, it was a serial killer documentary, and it's one of the things where, like, the... Uh, the no. title uh, caught my eye, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Mike likes serial killer ones." So, but um, I, I watched I watched the first episode of Resident Evil, and I kind of know what happens in some po- points of the series. I recommend at least it's one of the things people are like 
taking his uh, oh don't you know don't watch it watch it i say honestly if you're a resident Evil fan watch it and then give it your own opinion because even watching it isn't a waste of time uh i've my only weird complaint is uh the first episode basically introduces you to the main characters you have what is that actor's name lance reddick who is wesker and you don't know why but they're they've confirmed that this takes place after resident evil 5 and they're in africa with a with a, where they live on a umbrella town because it's, it's a town owned by umbrella which doesn't make sense and the two main characters are twin girls who are basically just Dante and Virgil. <laughs> yeah, and that that's how I basically describe that to my husband because I couldn't remember their names, but that's not the point. But they're they're upset. They're te- they're teenage upset because they're forced to move to this town and they don't have any friends. Blah blah blah, whatever. But then the episode skips to the future where it's like it's I think it's now. I think it's actually like 2022. Like this takes place because I think Resident Evil Five takes place in like 2010. So the future is in 2022 and, you know, the world's already overthrown. It's the, one of the sisters who's a main character and she's doing experiments. She gets attacked by a, a giant B.O.W. caterpillar, which is pretty cool. And uh, you're introduced to like she's like in this little town. But my biggest complaint that I have about this, which is also the issue I had with Obi-Wan, which is if you're going to have your characters being a past influence and a future influence don't have something happen in the in the past that happens to the main characters that's life-threatening but you know they're still alive in the future because there's a there's a weird scene where she the the virgil sister as i'll, I'll refer to as is a uh, vegan and she knows that umbrella is doing experiments on animals so they go and try to release a dog and obviously it's a zombie dog and they're being attacked, but I'm like, I know both sisters are alive in the future. <laughs> so what way does this have on me? So, and the, the first yeah, episode of... ends with a stinger to make you watch the series. But I, I, I regret not watching it all the way. I need it at some point. It's just because they're hour-long episodes. I don't have yeah. eight hours to kill. And is it part of the same universe as the games, right? Yes, because, at spoiler... There's a scene that I've seen on on TikTok where he sits them down and they I think they realize they're clones and she's like so what's going on and the uh, Lance Reddick is like I'm not the original Albert Wesker the original Albert Wesker died and fell into a volcano and he I guess he just had a bunch he had a, a backup clones that didn't look like him so they just go by the name Albert Wesker for some reason because they're on a project to do something I don't know what it is though. Maybe bring him back. I don't know. Okay. I'm curious about it. I just, I don't know. I'm burned out with Resident Evil stuff at times. That isn't, it's live action because it doesn't seem to work well. I still haven't seen that <laughs> Infinite Darkness show that came out, I think, last year. That one's not good, honestly. That one is, because uh, the, uh, what is it? The uh, the CGI movies I recommend highly, which is the the first, I think, two or three. I want to say there's three of them. There's three. There's Degeneration. Yeah. Which we did. We did Degeneration on the first October of the show. Degeneration's pretty good. I can't remember what the other one is. Uh, the, it's about like Leon going to Russia and fighting a guy that can control liquors with his mind, and then they fight a big tyrant at the end. That one's pretty cool. And then the third one, if you played Resident Evil Six, uh, Leon and uh, Chris just trade personalities. Now Leon's a drunk, and Chris is like, "You have to do this for your country, Leon." And Leon's like, "I'm too drunk. I don't care." Um, <laughs> Uh, but Rebecca I, Chambers came, comes back. Oh, I do want to watch them for the show someday, but I just haven't bothered. I saw the fifth movie with Alice in it, and I haven't seen anything Resident Evil since. I love those movies. I like, from what I remember, I like one, two, four, and five. I never saw six. I hate three. Why does everyone hate three? Because it's bad. It's not bad. <laughs> we'll talk about that soon. Hey, if I got people that want to record with it, I'll do it just to... I'm trying now kind of my new thing is just like wrap up certain series and move on to other stuff and not make it wait, take years to do something. Okay, I didn't hear that through my earphones. <laughs> What's good? Okay, no, I, I, I opened Netflix to try to find the name of that documentary. And I couldn't find it, but it played through my earphones. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to play stuff for you and distract you and hurt you. I mean, yeah. what your volume is at it. <laughs> um, Mike, anything that you've been watching you want to mention? Uh, my wife and I just watched the Uncharted movie last week. It's, it's it's fine. Like there are a couple scenes where Tom Holland's just Peter Parker, <laughs> just that 
that enthusiastic kid kind of thing. But eh, other than some minor complaints about Nathan Drake not really feeling like Nathan Drake, it's it's a fun action movie. It's not quite like National Treasure, though it's got more action than those movies. But yeah, it's fine. I'll say again. Beyond that, we started Miss Marvel last night, watched the first three episodes, and it is very good. Yeah, I like Miss Marvel. I watched one and and two, and I'm starting three. I it definitely because I'm a, okay. I'm getting a little burned out on MC. Like I haven't seen Thor, the new Thor movie no. in theaters. I wanted to, but I'm just too busy. Unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't want to. It wasn't. It just like, every weekend I was busy, and then now I'm at the point like like it's going to be on Disney Plus probably next month. I'm just going to wait. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, I would. I don't care enough at this point. Even though I've seen every single one in theaters except for Eternals. For a while, I keep forgetting that's a thing. I was to say we watched Black Widow and Doctor Strange of the came to Disney Plus. So I guess we've been kind of keeping up, and I keep forgetting that Eternals is a thing. Did you see Shang Chi? Yeah, we watched that on Disney okay. Plus too. That's a good movie. Eternals is okay. That's all I can say. It's okay. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> You're just now getting one. burned out. I got I got burned out like eight months ago. Oh, that's because of me. So, <laughs> but Miss Marvel is very good. I hope that director gets more work. Because of this, because of the editing and stuff, and that is amazing. I think he is. I don't remember what movie it is, though. I, I'm just so far what I've seen. I really like. Like I have no familiarity, nothing with Miss Marvel. I know nothing about her character, but I like the way that they're portraying her in the show. I like the actress. Mm-hmm. Like it works well. Like I think it's going well with the character. It makes me actually want to learn more about her. Her. Uh... Hey. Got good news for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, her, <laughs> her, uh, her, her character is really good. I, I, I'm starting to like these. Like, I know people complain about them, but I like these new kid. Like, even comic wise, these new kid Avengers are coming out with. You know, the new uh, Miles Morales, and then you have Miss Marvel. I want to learn more about Ironheart. I read like, the first couple chapters of that, and that's pretty interesting. Well, you'll get to soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I will. Because yeah, she's, she's a gonna cool be. Character, right? I kind of wish she wasn't getting shoehorned into Black Panther 2. Yeah. She's getting her own TV show. There is that too, yeah. Yeah. But she's starting in, in there first, and then she gets her own show. Is it? I feel like they didn't have faith in her, so they're going to put her in one of the big movies to kind of draw up interest. I I understand, because she's she's a Tony Stark's replacement, and everyone's like top favorite you know, Marvel character was Robert Downey Jr., so... yeah. I don't know. The Miss Marvel thing just was surprising me, like how interesting it is. Like, I mean, I know where they're going. You know, they got to get, you know, they're kind of bringing younger people in, which makes sense because at some point this whole thing is going to be done. I mean, at some point they'll have to end the series and start over to the round yeah. stuff. Well, we're, we're either going to get young Avengers or champions at some point. Yeah, for they're sure. Introducing all these young characters, like you said. But I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Like I I, I had I had I did not watch Miss Marvel at all because I had no interest in it. I'm like I don't care. And I started watching it recently. I'm like okay, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty surprised. I wanted to watch it because I keep hearing there's a giant spoiler like the last thirty seconds of the last episode, and I haven't had it spoiled yet. So I want to get there before that happens. Okay. Yeah. I know what it is, yeah, but it, I won't. I'm, I'm been pretty yeah. surprised by how much we're we're into it so far. In the com- in the comic. She's an inhuman, isn't she? Yeah. It, yeah, because yeah. they drummed up in humans when they kind of couldn't do X-Men stuff without paying Fox money. So or what, however the hell that shit works. Yeah, because they, they didn't do anything with X-Men in, in the comics. For, I mean, they kind of like they were around, but they like really were so mad. Like, I, I know there's a story about somebody in charge of Marvel at the time having a fit. Because they didn't own the X Men and like throwing things and like we're never using X Men anything. Ah, just throw it off fit. <laughs> I believe it. But I don't think you. Yeah, they got kind so. of petty with it. It's mm-hmm. like Marvel Marvel Heroes was still going at the time, and they uh, removed the Fantastic Four characters for the same reason. It was just stupid. Like they got they got so dumb with it, and now they're it's better. Like, I remember I was reading comics in like 2015, 2016, and there were all the inhuman books everywhere in human books. Yep. I was just like, but why? Like, that we don't need. So, okay, that's all I was curious. I, I didn't know her comic origin too much. That's I only read different. one comic with her ever being in it, but. Yeah, you're going to get the truncated version here when we play Avengers soon. Which I'm, 
I was going to start tomorrow, but you told me I need to watch episode three. So I'm going to try to watch it. Oh, I'm still going to try to watch episode, yeah. episode three tonight and then start it tomorrow. Yeah, I've seen some parallels to the game in the show. So I recommended you watch as much as you could before okay. starting it. It has my interest more like we watch. I watch Moon Knight, which me and Joe had talked about in one of these episodes. And I'm enjoying this way more than Moon Knight so far. Moon Knight just confused the hell out of me. It's because you didn't play Kingdom Hearts 2 yet. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to try. I'm going to make myself play Kingdom Hearts 2 next year, I think, at some point, because we got to get I got to get through that series. Because <laughs> there's some really good shit in that series I want to get to. Yeah. So we'll see. Three's real good. Three. Three's the finale. Got, got a long way to go before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play all the games. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Mike wants to play all the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh, I've said it before. Yeah. He said he said on the podcast, the Kingdom Hearts podcast, he's going to play all of them. Mm-hmm. So one day, no idea uh, when, but one day. I uh, I found that that title name for the uh, for the Netflix thing. By the way, Mike. Oh, what is it? The most hated man on the internet. Okay, I saw that, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, apparently it's this dude that like dates women, and then he gets nude photos, and then he blackmails them for money. Apparently. Oh, okay, that does sound like something that'd be interesting to listen to to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I just I really like true crime stuff. I didn't. I did not start a true crime podcast, and never will. But I really do like that type of stuff. Can you at least put True Crime Streets of LA on the show? <laughs> but I have to play it. I don't want to play. It's it. It's not bad. <laughs> you we'll do that. Sleeping Dogs then. We'll compromise and do Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs is an amazing true, game. True Crime Hong Kong. True Crime Hong Kong. I can talk. Uh, yeah, Joel, is there anything else that you've been watching? You want to mention one? One's a TV show. The other one's a movie. I'll save that movie for uh, after we get done with shows. I, you know, everyone has a TV show that they watch whenever they put on. Uh, I'm like two episodes away from finishing the Venture Brothers. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, I've never, I never watched the last two seasons when they got the big animation upgrade. So I'm really excited to be finally finishing that, especially with, which I can say now, but now I can't because, you know, everything's in goddamn hanging by a piece of fishing line. I was excited when they announced that the Venture Brothers movie is coming out. But that's owned by Warner Brothers, who's oh. now owned by Discovery, who is now owned Oy. by a piece of shit. So, well, they're just they're just trying to since the way that I explain that I I think I that I explained it to myself. Maybe I told some of this. I don't know. But the idea is that they didn't spend this money for all these movies, so any money spent doesn't really count to them. So if they cut it, they're able to save money in taxes, which is and then save their bottom line for their first year, even though it doesn't you know they don't give a shit. They don't care if it makes money or not because they didn't spend the money. I want to see that damn Batgirl movie. Asshole. We will someday, I feel like. I'm a little bummed about that because I was actually excited for that, too. I was really excited yeah. for that. I'm really bummed out. And it sounds like it was finished. It was yeah, finished. Or, or mostly, uh... It's just, <sighs> just stupid shit like that that people do that are in power sometimes, like, for this. Like, I mean, I get it. It's their company. They can do what they want. They don't... We, you know, they don't owe us anything, sure. Blah, you know, that blah, blah, blah. But... The whole idea is like you make something, you put people together to make this product. Yes, you pay them, but still put the damn product out. Like I record yeah. podcasts. OK, I mean, I don't spend you know money on it or anything like, you know, but like still I put the product out. Even if it isn't the best, I, I, I do my best to get the product out. Looking at you, GameStop. Oh, don't even get me started with GameStop. <laughs> Talk about hey. an ab- abusive relationship. I can't go there anymore. Like, OK, well, when I went there a couple weeks ago and I spent money because that's what I, I bought. Three Funko Pops at one time, and and f- they had a really good deal. Four PS4 games that were under ten dollars, four for twenty. So I left with yeah. four. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, Doom games I'll never play, but Doom 2016 and I Kingdom of Amular Re Reckoning. I don't remember what else I got. Yeah, I don't remember what you told me. Kingdom yeah, I, of Amalur is the only one I remembered. Yeah, that's the only one I do. I have Doom 2016 on PC from bundles or however, but it's like it was just. I was in the games. I was just excited to buy games. And I went to another GameStop and I bought uh, Samus Amiibo, the one for Metroid Dread I didn't have yet. Ooh. Which I'm excited because I'm playing Metroid Dread later this year. So you say that uh, now. Yeah. I've been saying that for the last like six months. I still haven't touched it yet. Well, it's on the list. So it's going to, it's already on, the, it's going to be on the show. Oh, you said you're excited to play it. I said, oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay. It can't be bad. Yeah, it's fine. Metroid Dread's great. He disagrees. It is a game. Huh. So one day, I mean, yeah, it's, it's on my list of things to, that I can't wait that I'm looking forward. That's on, you know, looking forward to playing. I just try to get Metroid games out each season. 
at this point. We got to get Echoes and three done before Prime Four comes out. We got time. We got another five years. <laughs> and then right when y'all beat it, you're gonna have like another like the the HD remaster that's been like leaked like three thousand times. <laughs> right. They really should just do that. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back to Echoes. It's been a long time since I played it. I'm I'm waiting for that re-release so I can play them. I never played them before. They're good games. I've played one of them. I never played two or three, but I own them all. Never got around to it. No, let, let's just play other M. I want to. <laughs> I, I just hate Wii. Yeah, that's fair. I own it. I do too. I have to find a way to what I, I know you can. At some point, I'm going to screw around with Dolphin and set the controller up so my mouse can be the Wii mote, and I can, or you can make, the, I can make the controller my Wii mote in a way where I can. You can do things that it's like essentially the the right analog stick is like your Wii mote. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need to do eventually. Well, I think you can play other M with a controller. So, oh. yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of pointer stuff in that one. One yeah. day, I just well, speaking of random games, I really, really want to play on the Wii because we got time. I really want to play my life. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, my life as a king again. And it's a <laughs> building city building simulator or something. I played it once when I was younger. I had it on my original Wii that my girlfriend took with her when she left me. And I've always wanted to go back and replay it, but I'm not going to rebuy it. So at some point, I I, I want to download it and play it. Yeah, I hear people like that one. I really liked it. And then they made a second one, too. My Life as a Dark Lord. But like we didn't really understand it. We It was one of those WiiWare games, which, you know, at this point doesn't exist anymore, except for yeah. other means to get a hold of it. You cannot buy it. Yo. Yo ho, yo ho ho, and a bottle of rums. But so I mean, it, it's <laughs> always been on my list because I remember it was like the it was. I remember playing it. and I remember liking it. But yeah, one day, another one of those. And Joe, what was the, the movie again? I know I keep saying it. I'm like, oh, I need to stop. <laughs> uh, Joe, what was the movie that you said you wanted to talk about? What you were saving? So uh, I know for a fact, uh, Mr. Alberton doesn't. Mr. Hughes, do you like horror movies? <laughs> no, probably less than Mike. Less okay. Than Mike. So this isn't so much of a horror. It is a horror, but it's also more of a thriller. It is on Netflix. It is called Incantation. This movie had me chill to the bone at the ending. It is very rare for a movie to do that to me because I love horror movies. So when I say this has a really, really good ending, it has a really, really good ending. And I recommend watching it with a a special someone so you can also watch them freak the fuck out. Okay. Um, I would probably like it. We're... We're watching Ratchet or Ratchet, or whatever the hell it's called, on there. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. No, <laughs> it's a it's a Ratchet you wouldn't like. It's a nurse who's it's oh, a nurse, nurse from, Ratchet. Yes, from One Flew Over the Cuckoo Nest. Nest is based on that, or based on that nurse from that. And we're like four episodes into it. It's a it's a pretty fucked up show. Yeah, this movie is about this woman who basically she she was put into a mental asylum and is out and is reclaiming custody of her six year old daughter. And apparently the reason why she was in a mental asylum is because they broke some kind of taboo. So you learn a little bit about a different weird Korean uh, religion. There we go. And one thing I do have a fair warning. uh, Do you know what trypophobia is? No. Uh, When like you see holes, like holes in the body, you like freaking out. Yeah. Like the the weird frog back. Yeah. That that's a warning for this movie because that, you know, that happens towards the end and it creeps me the fuck out. Okay. Sounds like something Bill would like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's been many times where I watch a movie and go, that's a movie Bill would like. That's how <laughs> <laughs> yep. He knows. Bill likes weird stuff. Mm-hmm. He made me watch Reanimator, which I will always mention and cover it. <laughs> <sighs> that movie. Hey, Sin City okay. was worse, though. Okay, we're going to make you watch a thing. It'll be funny. I'm excited to see that, actually. And that's winning so far, so. Good. Yeah. And I wanted to win because that will probably do the best out of anything else out of those four. So, so I really didn't want it to win, but that's okay. I'll make it happen anyway at some point. (laughs) Tiffany will make it happen. She's a big fan of it too. She has Pennywise tattooed on her. So, (laughs) that's the original, right? Yep. Tim Curry. No, the one on the on the poll wasn't the original. It's supposed to be uh, the chapter one, the remake version, the first one of the two. Oh, boo! I like those two movies. They're, they're pretty good, but like if I if I had a choice between watching those and the original, I'd watch the original because the original's fucking hilarious. The original's great. That's a great movie. That's the <laughs> first horror movie I ever watched. Yeah. Because I was terrified of movies. All right, anything else that you guys want to mention? 
Uh, anything upcoming that you guys are looking forward to? She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, they come yeah. out. They come out this week. month, right? In August? Oh, was that Wednesday? Yeah, I next think. week is, uh, is according to this. As of, as oh, as the time of this recording. recording. So you already yeah. will have the first She-Hulk. Well, She-Hulk. Yeah, they're dropping it one episode at a time. It'll be out by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. I'm... I don't know. I won't probably watch it till later just because I haven't really been with all the Marvel shows now. I just kind of wait until they finish and then I watch them. Star Wars, I watched day one, but Marvel, I'm kind of just off now. Do you watch Obi-Wan? Yes. I'm actually I've... releasing an episode the week before the week before this comes out about that show. So I loved Obi-Wan as much as I talked I about too. like the, the time travel stuff. Like because Obi-Wan has the same issue where it's like, oh, no, Obi-Wan's in trouble. Why should I be concerned? He's alive in episode four. I saw an article that said. <laughs> Will they kill Luke Skywalker in the last episode of Obi-Wan? I'm like, something tells me they don't. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, come on now. The guy's in one. He's in a movie that comes up not that long after that. And two, he's in the sequel trilogy. You see him die or whatever the hell he does. So it's like, stupid people. To be fair, the one thing I take from the series that I actually did like, which is even though people will probably complain about it somewhere, is I do like the explanation of how the technically the explanation of how uh, Leia knows who Obi-Wan is. So her in episode four being like uh, Luke being like, oh, I'm with Obi-Wan. She's like, Obi-Wan. That makes a lot more sense. He was her only hope. It's her only hope. She watched that dude <laughs> fist fight like a whole bunch of guys. Like, I believe in him. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Saints Row reboot. It's out next week, a week after two oh, weeks. Yeah, that is coming out, isn't it? Yeah, I love that series. I'm going to make Mike play one of them at some point. I, I want to play three someday. I played two at one point and just didn't. Or I played one, maybe. I don't remember. I played one of the old ones, and I know those aren't good. One's rough. Two's got its following, but three. I, people hate on three because the people that like two hate on three, but I think three is where it really started to take off. It's yeah, just three's fun, absurd. Where, yeah, three is the one where you fight. You can kill people with a big giant purple dildo, right? That's the one. Okay. Three's the one the where it's the, Yeah, three's the one where it starts off where you're all wearing uh, Johnny Gat helmets and you rob a bank and everyone knows it was you. Yep. Because <laughs> you're basically famous at that point. Yeah. One again, there I go. I want to play it though. I do. I've always wanted to play it at some point. Four, you're trapped in the matrix and you get superpowers. That that <laughs> one's great. It's so I mean, hey, fun. thanks to this podcast, I have played a lot of games that have always been on my list. So, like, yeah. I've gotten a lot of games that I never would have touched because of this show. What is it? Four, three and four are great because I they, they use a lot of licensed music. So I think, like, the final mission for Saints Row 3 is, yeah. what is it? Yeah, it, holding it's up a, for a hero. Yeah, holding up for a hero. <laughs> and that gets so one good. up. That gets one up in four because there's a part in four where uh, you go into a room and they're like, "Did you find a suit? Uh, did you find a robot suit?" He goes, "No, I found armor." And it plays, uh, "You got the touch," <laughs> and it's just like the best moment in that whole game. It's the final boss fight. Even the the beginning where you're like clinging to this nuke and disarming it, and it's playing "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is three or four. This is four. That's all four. Okay. Oh, that's uh, real good. Four, because four also has a. Uh, you have to infiltrate your friend's mind, and uh, you have to infiltrate Keith David's mind, and you're with uh, Ronnie Piper the whole time, and it's a whole yeah, reference. Yep. To, it's a whole reference <laughs> that they live. Oh, yep. <laughs> that's funny. It's I like great. that movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a, another stage that's based on a, a spoiler character's mind, but it it's painted up like an old 2D beat 'em up. It's real good. I love that game. Okay. All right, I think that's everything that we've been doing. Hey, this is a shorter one for a change. We try. Eh. I'm okay yeah. with that. I just <laughs> I, I just recorded a two-hour episode before this, so I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm a little tired. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, there are over 350 other episodes. We do a What Are You Playing every month. You can always hear what we've been up to with the show and, and the random people that I grab that come and tell me what they've been playing. And I usually don't have anything, so go check out all those. And... We have a Patreon for little dog. You can go vote in our Patreon poll. Currently, right now, it is horror movies because we're getting ready for Spooktober. The Lodge, The Thing, It Chapter One, and The Omen. So you can go vote for those a dollar. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. And a new thing, we have a Discord. We just started one recently. You will see the link in the show notes. Go join our Discord. We're trying to be active on it and get people to talk it and get people to join us. So you should go do that. You really should. Please. Yeah. 
<laughs> Please go do that. It's free. <laughs> Just go join our Discord. <laughs> we need more people. So you can that and then also want to say please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube with audio only, but if you like getting your podcast that way, we are there too. All right. And I'll give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me. You can go check out his podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40, where he interviews people and talks about how games affect their life. So definitely go check him out. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>